so um, do you want to give a, a little bit teaser of like one point, one kind of pointer or something like that that uh, you do teach in that program? Uh, just to give them a teaser of what's coming up. And by the way, if uh, since you have this program, I don't know what's the link, it, uh, you know, but I'll link it in the whatever comments here because this video is going to be played back, you know, like I, I think every, every video is about 100, 100 plus, like 100, at least 100 plus. If not, some of the higher end is like 500 people like watching, right? So, so I'm going to put in the links, but uh, maybe you can give a, a, a sort of snippet of what is going to happen in this particular program so that, you know, people you know, get a sense of what it's like. Okay, so I want to share with you something that I think many of us think about, and that is how do I create viral content? All right, so let's put the, the framework out of the way because framework will also be covered there. But let's say if you've got a very good framework, but how do I then know if my content has a good chance of going viral, okay? So these are three different um, studies and criteria that you probably want to meet in order to create a viral content. Now, why is viral content so important and how does it work in your favor? So when you imagine this, imagine that you just created a post. You only spend five to 10 minutes. You hit send or submit, right? And then it starts to get um, attention and then it, uh, um, it snowballs into many views. Um, I remember one of my posts on Instagram, uh, uh, sorry, LinkedIn uh, uh, about six months ago had 80,000 views. Now, I want you to imagine this, right? Um, how much would you pay for that kind of viewership? Imagine getting that for free. So I'm going to share with you now what are the three ways to create viral content, okay? Number one is, ask yourself, is the content you're creating part of trending news, all right? So what's the trending news right now? COVID-19, right? Also, a part of it could be McDonald's, right? Or maybe somewhere in between, um, like, uh, like if our, your prime minister or prime minister said something and then it picks up, Traction. So that could be a form of trending news. I remember writing, uh, writing and a response to what PMD said recently by using the word uh, circuit breaker instead of uh, lockdown, right? Yeah, I saw that. Did I saw you remember, that. Ben? That one yeah, had yeah, 21 shares. It was good. Yeah, that one had 21 shares. 21 shares. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, not, not a lot, but it's a lot more than what I usually get, okay? So that's an example of writing on trending news, okay? Number two is writing controversial news, right? Like, for example, um, everybody is pro-saving the earth right now, right? So for those of you who are watching right now, you have the guts to say, you guys are wasting time. <laughs> Don't bother saving plastic. Just continue using plastic. The earth is going to destroy itself anyway. <laughs> Likely, there's a good chance... For a bad reason, it will go viral, okay? Kevin in the Kevin. comments, right, said sovereign, sovereign, sovereign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, that's silly, uh, that's silly person. <laughs> yeah. And then number three is um, humor or family. Humor or relationships. Um, if you're first time creating content on social media, the first few contents you create is always about your family because that one captures traction just like that. So there are three kinds of content, update, educate, and sell. The update is where you talk about your family, you talk about your relationships, you talk about your makan sessions. Those are the lowest barrier where people don't have problem engaging, right? But when you go into educating, people start to be a bit skeptical. They go like, huh? For so many years, I haven't heard so much about you teaching and now you're teaching me, right? So that one requires a bit of traction. But once you start to do that regularly, people will start to accept you as somebody who is teaching your area of expertise then you move on to selling. The problem for, for content creation, especially people who are in business, right? They skip all three steps, they go straight to sale. 
<laughs> then they go like, oh my god, there's no engagement that I'm screwing up in, in social media and it's not that you're screwing up, it's just because we are, we are not doing it incrementally. It's just like how we build relationships, right? You cannot go to your spouse and go like, the first day you meet her, you never met her before or spoken to her, you can go like, hey, get married to me, cannot. Or want to get married, get, want to get married, cannot. Of cannot, right? You have to woo her first, you have to date her first, buy her meals, right? Then slowly get her her favorite flower and stuff. Then, yeah, eventually she will say yes. So that's how it works. Yeah. So three things, okay? Viral content. Um, uh, the first one is trending news. The other one is controversial news. The third one, uh, I will categorize them both together would be family or a family rated news or humor, family humor. Okay. Those three criteria, uh, sorry, those three categories usually go viral very quickly. Mm. I, I think that that's amazing because, um, you know, when he shared about 80,000 views, right? I, is it 80,000 views? Impressions? Yeah. Uh? yeah. So just to give you a sense, 80,000 impressions, uh, if you were to pay for it on, on Facebook advertising, is roughly $15 per thousand. So you multiply it, right? That whatever that you just uh, uh, did for free, basically, you know, will have cost you $1,000, uh, right? <laughs> to, just for that one post. Will have cost you at least $1,000 in terms of advertising spend. So if you can follow his framework, right? And he gives like so many tips. I, I'm, I want to go back and then take down notes literally for, on those tips already. You know, doing this kind of like copywriting and doing this kind of like news checking. Um, yeah, so I think that is amazing. And I, I, I would like to go and switch mode again to go into a bit more tactical, uh, I know they use LinkedIn a lot. I know I see your post on LinkedIn a lot and I'm not a super active user of LinkedIn, but you know, I'm trying to get into it. What will you say to someone like me who, who maybe I'm, I'm always been on Facebook, right? I've always been on Instagram because I'm a social guy, but yeah. how do we go to the professional kind of platform and what are the differences? You know, how do you treat the, the platforms differently and get very tactical if you can, you know, in terms of one, maybe two or three tips that people can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I have to say that I spend a lot of my time right now on uh, Facebook and Instagram because I see a lot of results. A lot of my clients are using that platform as well. But from uh, LinkedIn, um, I see the method that works is it is it is um, a method that um, requires time, and that is you have to first. Okay, number one is you have to identify who's your market. Okay, specifically the people that you want to reach out to. Okay. Number two is you have to take time to read their posts and engage their posts in a meaningful way. So what this does is it pulls you out of the myriad of different people and it, it uh, pushes you up all the way to visibility. Right now, they are aware about you. Okay. So um, when you engage their posts in a meaningful way and then you see that there is an interaction, like if you, if you comment and then he responses, right, that's a good thing. Okay. Then over time, what you can then do is if you have something to give away, because I think that um, gifts are always welcome. Um, so if you have something to give away, you go like, hey, I noticed that this uh, is your, the, in the industry that you're in and, um, uh, and I'm in this industry and we put something together to give away to professionals like yourself. Um, this is something that's for you, right? So that one will help build likability and a bit of trust. I think from there, it will be a lot easier to engage them because you are already at, what you do, I think at the right time, they will be engaging you. Yeah. Is that on a one-to-one -one basis or are you talking about put it on the post? One-to-one. Uh, -one. Okay. So literally when? Well, put it on their post. Put it on their post. So the gift right, happens at the end where it's on a one-on-one -on -one basis. 
right? Mm-hmm. But the initial mm-hmm. phases is with everybody. Is with everybody. Yeah, you engage him or her, um, or him or her post with everybody else. Yeah. And you said something curious, sir, because I know that you've been active on LinkedIn all this while, and and actually I'm not sure whether I, I even saw you on LinkedIn first before I, I went, uh, you know, were friends of you on Facebook, and oh. you are saying now you have shifted already, coming back to Facebook, and you're seeing more results on Facebook and Instagram. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Why? What? What? What was the change? What was the thing that made you change? Um, I think uh, the main the main thing would be my main client demographic is in. Facebook and Instagram. So that's a very good question also for all of you who are watching right now because we always want to go to where the market is, right? And that's why many of us are struggling right now because where our where we usually go to where our market is, is which is roadshows, um, roadshows, events, or one-on-one meetings, right? Those traditional methods don't work anymore. So if we haven't had a social media presence, right, we are struggling right now, okay? So um, because studies have shown that there has been a search on social media, we need to make the effort to reach out to them on social media. So on social media, there are so many platforms. Where are they? For me, my most of my clients are on Facebook and Instagram. That's why I go there. Yeah. But if your clients are more LinkedIn, that, that's where you need to go. And, and was that because you shifted the, the audience or your audience shifted? Your audience literally, you know, like went from LinkedIn to, to Facebook. Okay, so previously I was focusing a lot on corporate work. Right now I'm doing a lot of uh, B2C. So that's why it's... Ah. Uh, Correct. Correct. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So no, I was when just I first started, it was now. very corporate. Yeah. Sorry. When I first started, it was no, very just corporate. Trying to understand. Yeah. So right now it's more B two C. Awesome. Correct. Awesome. Awesome. So so just wanted to get because some people might might be confused as well, man. Because they will think like, oh yeah, LinkedIn, you know, uh, uh, is 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 for certain kind of people. So you're saying LinkedIn is for corporate. If you want to target corporates, right, that's a very very ideal way to go. That's and right. basically, the step by step is. They go and engage with whoever that they are, whether it's like if they're speaker, then probably HR professionals. If they yeah. are, you know, selling a product, then maybe B2B will be uh, purchasers, right? So yeah. connecting with purchasers right. and, and first engaging with the post that they, they put on. So yeah. literally when they put a post, you're going to comment, right? I'm assuming you're going to comment. Yeah. And Don't... then from there, taking the conversation to a private kind of conversation and giving them value. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, keep... Keep giving value. I mean, the, the part about social media that we forget is the social comes before media, right? So we have to engage people and, and, and really build a relationship. It is the same thing offline, but we forget about that just because it's so easy to yep. click on people and right? forget about building relationship. Yeah. I'm just taking down notes, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I no, because I, I really do, do think that contextualizing it to the platform is very, very important. Yeah. So, so what have you seen like is working uh, uh, for Facebook and Instagram? What has been working for you in this kind of current period, the COVID period? Um, okay. So, what I think, uh, let's talk about Instagram. Uh, Facebook for me, it's a uh, it's a place that helps my clients um, see more of me, but I engage a lot of them on social on Instagram. So, what I love about Instagram, particularly Insta Story, is that Insta Story allows you to have uh, different uh, engagement uh, GIFs or, or buttons, for, for lack of a better word, right? And essentially, what you can do is you're actually training your audience, right? What do I mean by training your audience? So, um, whenever you create a post and you create different parts where they have to respond, right? They get used to responding to you, right? It is a principle of consistency out of the five uh, persuasive con- uh, criterias. Consistency means if you're able to get people to make small steps, 
they will eventually make bigger steps with you, right? But if you have never ever done that in your post and and you go like, um, engage me if you're interested, nobody will ever do that because they have not made the first step before, right? So there is a story based on uh, consistency where um, there was, uh, it's, it's a true story or so, there was a, um, there is a, a band, right, uh, along some road where accidents happen all the time, right? And and uh, the, the state authority wanted to put a signboard right in front of the house that was at the bend to tell other people to look out for this bend when they're turning around. But guess what? When they put this signboard, the owners of the house say, I do not want it here. Put it away. Get it out of the house, right? Get it away from the house. So they thought about something. They say, okay, how about we put a small one right in front of your house? Is that okay now? Then they were like, okay. Then after they went bigger, 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 funny, they got what they wanted. They managed to have the, the big signboard. Yeah, so... Um, that's what Instagram allows you to do. Uh, Instagram allows you to train your audience. So if you have a proper, if you have, if you have strategically invited the right people into your network, it allows you to um, get them to respond to you more effectively. And then eventually when you do like an educational or sales type of post, right, their response will be more effective. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get better responses so, compared to those static poses. Yeah. So when you talk about and basically it's stories, right? So being on stories and 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 literally like um you know having those yes and no kind of of like yeah. options, is it? You're talking about those, yeah? Or like one the, the the chat box and then you ask them a question and then you ask them to fill up the chat box, something like that. So yes. that's kind of yes. micro engagements first, yeah. And then when people are used to sort of engaging with you and they see that hey, actually you're not such a scary person to engage with. You know, yeah. then after that, going in and, and really, you know, if you if you have an offer or have some sort of product that, that you know, is new release, then after that, you go in for the sale. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. I, Absolutely. I, I think that's amazing. I think I, I'm, I'm, I want to understand also because always, oh, social media is always changing. Uh. Soon it we'll is. all, bro, soon we'll all be dancing on TikTok, guys. Like, <laughs> I don't know whether you can dance. I think you can dance. Oh, by the way, guys, if you don't know, uh, David is actually a, a, a singer, you know. He can actually sing really well. He can play the guitar as well. Oh, so I guess he can probably dance as well. Uh. <laughs> can't dance for nuts. <laughs> I can't dance to save my life. I believe it. <laughs> awesome. Uh. So, so uh, bro, like... Yeah. Like literally, right? I have I have so many pointers that I have learned already, even from from today, right? Um um, and tactical, both tactical and strategic. I, I think that you added tremendous value to the community uh, uh, already, and uh, I'm so thankful for those people who have stayed all the way from the beginning until the end. I don't know whether Stephanie you're still here or you had to go and take care of the kids or something like that. I want to acknowledge like uh Roy Chua, Roy Chua and Doris who who came in. You know, I'm not sure whether you're still inside, but I saw some people come in and after that, you know, go, but it's okay, right? So this will all be later on as a video and you can rewatch it as, you know, comfortable. I literally have one guy uh, that told me, right, uh, Ben, I don't have time, right? So I, I, I download the entire uh, uh, thing, right? And I play 1.75 times. <laughs> then I say, bro, I talk so fast, really? You play once and <laughs> I'm not going to get anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, thank you so much for, for sharing the live stream with me. Uh, do you have any, you know, last kind of phrases or any kind of like thing that you want to share with the audience to encourage them or to give them some tips? Yeah. Um, first of all, stay safe. <clears throat> I like to leave this note and I heard it from Denzel Washington's uh, address to uh, graduating students. He shared his personal story, but he closed off by saying this. Um, let us not live 
let us not live to make a living. Let's live to make a difference. And <clears throat> I find that many people struggle <clears throat> because, especially on social media, because they are too, or rather we, I like to say even myself, we are too self-obsessed. We send a post and if there's no engagement, we pull ourselves down, we tell ourselves we're stupid, we're lousy, we're not good enough. But you know what? <clears throat> I, I remember um, there's this guy who, who does podcasting. I, I think the guy, the, the podcast is called Entrepreneur on Fire. And then he said, when he first started off, right, um, he said that when he did podcast, hardly anybody heard. And then he said, but that's the journey we all have to go through. If you're not ready to add value, even nobody hears, then you're not ready at all because you're serving yourself and not people. Yeah. So I think if you want to jump on this social media uh, platform or start creating stories or even in business, you want to reach out to people. Actually, the principle in life, right? Seek to, um, seek to not just make a living, but make a difference. Amazing, bro. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. I, I really do believe in that as well. And I think you're talking about John Lee Dumas, right? Uh, yeah, oh, because when he oh, first okay. started, John, John Lee, JLD, right? John Lee Dumas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was on fire. Yeah, yeah. It's a number one podcast. It's a number one podcast on like, you know, I think Spotify and, and iTunes and all that yeah. for business section. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he started and, and he just grinded through, right? Like literally, I don't know how many, how many podcasts. And he has like, I think it's the, the most. Uh, I, I see like 2,000, 3,000 podcasts or something like that. Uh. Yeah. And it's amazing, right? Someone doing every single day, 2,000, 3,000. Uh, that's a few years. Uh, that's a few years of his life uh, literally invested into podcasting every single day. Uh. You yeah. know, imagine, not only talk about discipline, but I, I believe it has to be a call. Uh, it has to be something that is beyond just, you know, you know, trying to get famous or trying to, you know, just get a bit of engagement here. That is beyond that already, you know. Yeah. It's really about helping people, having some sort of mission out there that, that you can serve people, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, closing, I just want to thank, you know, the people that have been here. Uh, Kevin yeah. says he wants to see some moves, uh, dancing moves, but uh, yeah, like, he, he, he already said cannot dance. <laughs> One day I'll get you to come in and, and play guitar. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day I'll get you to come in and play guitar. You'll, you'll play guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one he's very, very good at. And, and thank you, Roy. You know, uh, you're still here, you know, all the way to the end. Yeah. Uh, for those people, I suddenly got people come in again. You know, thank you so much for, for coming in. I, I really I appreciate you for, for being on the stream. Uh, like I said, stay, like he said, stay safe. And I always say this, right? Like, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Right? Must as well start now when yeah. everybody is free. Must as well, you know, start with something tiny, tiny, tiny. Because then you're not, you know, jumping out of your comfort zone and, and going to the ocean and after that getting lost, right? <laughs> so start with something small, start now, but please start now, please, uh, yeah. okay? So guys, take care. This is what I have and, uh, you know, thank you again, David. Uh, I hope Welcome. to see you. I'm going to call you later on to just chit-chat a little bit. Uh. So, okay, guys, take care. I'm going to end it here. Take care, take care. See you Bye, guys. Buddy.